Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Fighting the virus. It's been a struggle in terms of supply chain. The president and the doctor. There was a lot of pushback about shutting things down. Deadly destructive weather. Look at these houses. Lord Jesus. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan in northern New Jersey with the CBS World News Roundup. Since Friday, the coronavirus death toll in this country has jumped by more than 4,000. It now tops 22,000. For the first time in American history, all 50 states are under federal disaster declarations. CBS's David Begno has our report this morning from New York City. There are now more than 100,000 reported COVID cases in New York City. There's also a serious shortage of swabs used to test for the coronavirus. That's according to the city's health department, which is now telling medical providers only test hospitalized patients. Christopher Zavala is with Northwell Health. They are the largest health care provider in New York State. This week, we have enough supply to get us through at least a week. The rate of hospitalizations in New York seems to have stabilized. Saturday, only 53 new COVID patients were admitted to New York hospitals. We haven't seen a decrease in the patients just yet. We've had a pretty good uptick in the in the patients that we've received over the past couple of days. Lieutenant General Laura Richardson is talking about the Javits Center in Manhattan, which has been converted into a field hospital and is far busier now than it was even last week. Meanwhile, the increase in reported cases and deaths in the state of Michigan was lower Sunday after six straight days of more than 100 deaths per day. Cindy Engelhardt just returned to work as a nurse in Detroit after she recovered from the coronavirus. I have a lot of survivor's guilt. Like, why wasn't I the nurse that was taken? Flint resident Sandy Brown, who lost her husband to coronavirus and her son three days later, buried them in a service where the mourners had to stay in their cars as she stood alone at the grave. There appears to be new friction between President Trump and Anthony Fauci after the doctors suggested lives could have been saved if the administration acted sooner. White House correspondent Paula Reed. The doctor is under fire from the president and his allies online after comments he made over the weekend suggesting that the Trump administration was slow to heed warnings about the coronavirus. This morning, the White House has declined to comment on our questions about whether the president has lost confidence in his top doctor. Now, this all started over the weekend when the New York Times reported that the president was warned about a pandemic at the end of January and top officials wanted to implement social distancing in February. 
Now, Fauci seemed to corroborate these reports over the weekend when he confirmed that he believed that lives could have been saved if social distancing had been implemented in February. If we had, right from the very beginning, shut everything down, it may have been a little bit different, but there was a lot of pushback about shutting things down back then. On Twitter last night, the president retweeted a comment that included the hashtag FireFauci. Amazon says it's going to put new grocery delivery customers on a waiting list because of demand from existing customers during the pandemic. And it's going to cut hours at some Whole Foods stores. Meantime, Smithfield Foods has closed its big pork processing plant in South Dakota for an indefinite period after dozens of workers got the virus. The Associated Press counts more than 3,600 virus deaths in American nursing homes and long-term health care facilities. Experts say the true toll is likely higher since many elderly people have died during the past few weeks without ever getting tested for COVID-19. In Britain, the prime minister is out of the hospital, the worst of his fight against the virus apparently over. CBS's Vicki Barker in London. Boris Johnson thanking the ICU nurses at Britain's National Health Service who kept a second-by-second watch on his oxygen supply. The NHS has saved my life. No question. He's now recuperating at the prime ministerial country estate, leaving his cabinet to battle what could become the worst coronavirus outbreak on this side of the Atlantic. At least 18 people are dead in the south after a powerful storm system kicked up tornadoes. Here's CBS's Mark Strassman. Up to 46 tornadoes were reported across the south Sunday. One of them slammed the city of Monroe, Louisiana, damaging hundreds of buildings. I heard this uh, really loud bang but I didn't expect this type of destruction. The widespread damage comes as several public shelters have closed nationwide to stop the spread of the virus. In Alabama, the governor urged shelters to stay open and even ease some of the state's coronavirus's restrictions after a tornado reportedly injured at least three people on the Walker-Jefferson County line. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson says the system is now punishing the East Coast. From D.C. straight up the Northeast Corridor into New York and Boston, with wind gusts in excess of 70 miles an hour, we're likely to see lots of power outages. Local officials in Wisconsin will be counting ballots today after last Tuesday's presidential primary as they deal with absentee ballots. A federal judge has ruled Alabama cannot restrict abortions as part of a ban on elective procedures during the coronavirus pandemic. There's been legal action about this in Texas, Ohio, and other states since the crisis began. Fifty years ago, the big problem was in space aboard Apollo 13. It was Command Module Pilot Jack Swigert. Hey, Houston, we've had a problem here. And then Commander Jim Lovell. Oh, uh, Houston, we've had a problem. After an oxygen tank exploded and left their command ship losing air and power fast. The command module was dead. The lunar ship became the crew's lifeboat, and Lovell says, believe it or not, that explosion occurred at just the right time for a safe recovery. Because they could stretch the lander's air and fuel to get back home. Had the explosion happened in lunar orbit, we'd have been citizens of the moon from then on. Lovell Swigert and Fred Hayes worked with mission control crisis after crisis. Lovell says he was only sure they'd make it. But I saw the parachutes deploy. We show you on the mains, it really looks great. Peter King, CBS News, Lake Forest, Illinois. The cathedral in Milan, Italy was empty, but tenor Andrea Bocelli filled it with his tremendous voice. The music for Hope Concert to mark Easter has had more than 20 million online views on YouTube. 
Oil and gas prices have plunged during the pandemic, but as CBS's Sam Litzinger tells us, they might soon swing the other way. Russian President Putin, President Trump, and Saudi Arabia's King Salman have all agreed to support a new OPEC deal to cut global crude oil production. Oil-producing nations plan to cut output by a record amount, representing about 10% of global supply, to support oil prices during the coronavirus pandemic. Oil industry analyst Tom Closer says this could cost Mr. Trump some political points. I think he opens himself up to criticism, particularly as the election looms, if he's aligning himself with President Putin and with Saudi Arabia. Mr. Trump says the OPEC deal will save American jobs. Sam Litzinger, CBS News. With economic uncertainty all around, Virginia's governor wants to delay a hike in that state's minimum wage. It's supposed to go up January 1st, 2021, but he's suggesting next May 1st instead. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> Sure, I responded to everything because responding to you, putting reruns up on the podcast, was like a form of employment. Yeah. I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand, Drunk Elephant, was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show, How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery+. Plus. For more deep dive and daily business content, listen to Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, and many more, Wondery means business.